I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Next week, a documentary called Searching for Sugar Man will be in theaters around the country. It tells the amazing story of Sixto Rodriguez, a Detroit musician who recorded one album back in 1970. Rodriguez, as he's known, was soulful, had a unique voice, and an outspoken songwriting style. But that album, which is called Cold Fact, didn't sell well at all. His label dropped him, and Rodriguez never got a decent taste of stardom, at least not here in America. But in South Africa, well, that's a different story. Listen to this excerpt from the documentary featuring Steven Segerman, a record shop owner in Cape Town. In the mid-70s, if you walked into a random white liberal middle-class household that had a turntable and a pile of pop records, and if you flipped through the records, you would always see Abbey Road by the Beatles, you would always see Bridge Over Troubled Water by Simon Garfunkel, and you would always see Cold Fact by Rodriguez. To us, it was one of the most famous records of all time. The message it had was, be anti-establishment. And the one song's called the anti-establishment blues. We didn't know what the word anti-establishment was until it cropped up on a Rodriguez song. And then we found out, it's okay to protest against your society, to be angry with your society. Woke out this morning with a lake in my head. I splashed on my clothes as I spilled out of bed. I opened the window to listen to the news. But all I heard was the blues. Sometimes in life you do get a second chance, and Rodriguez has gotten one. Rodriguez joins us from New York City. Um, searching for Sugar Man, Rodriguez, uh, the documentary is all about what happened to you. Give me a brief recap of what did happen to your career. At one point you were regarded as one of the finest artists of your time. Well, Michael Warman, thanks for having me. And uh, I recorded for Sussex Records in, in uh, 69 and uh, 70 and... Uh, and uh, I had two two album releases, and uh, and then it didn't go anywhere. So in like '73, I I left the music scene and uh, I went back to work. And uh, I went. I what the kind of work I did was uh, hard labor, uh, demolition of of uh, and uh, renovation of buildings and homes and residents. And I did that for up until like 98. Mm, but your fans, there were a few of them, uh, they didn't know where you had gone. Some thought you had died, an unsubstantiated mm. story even developed that you had committed suicide on stage. Um, when when were you kind of rediscovered, shall we say? Sugar Siegerman came to, uh, to Detroit from New York and showed me a CD in 96 and told me about this fan base, quote-unquote fan base I had in uh, in South Africa. and he, and And so he encouraged me to go there. And what what did you think when, when, when he shows up and says, by the way, you know, you've got tons of fans in another part oh, of the world? Well, well, to see a visual uh, exhibit A, a CD, uh, and it was from overseas. See, just alone that it was a CD in that format, it was, that was, wow, here, here's my, this product here. So in 98, I went there and I, I played to 5,000 seaters in, in six concerts. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was an epic I assume you played Sugar Man when you were in South Africa. Oh yeah, <laughs> well that's a, a quote unquote a signature song, you know. Well, let's take so, a listen yeah. to it because it is one of your best known songs, and it is the source of the film's title. Sugar Man met a false friend on a lonely, dusty road. Lost my heart when I found it. It had turned to dead black hole Silver magic ships You carry Jumpers coke 
Sugarman, one of the best-known tunes by singer Rodriguez. Now, Rodriguez, we should say that uh, the social and political context of Detroit, where you came out of uh, and that had been giving you songs, kind of mirrored in some ways the same environment in South Africa. Uh, there it was institutionalized racism, but the parallels were strong enough that when South Africans heard your music, it must have really resonated with them. Well, uh, government oppression, uh, um, conscription, This uh, my fan base are Afrikaans, and uh, I met my audience in 98, and a lot of musicians, a lot of soldiers. One particular uh, incident I like to describe is that uh, um, one soldier said, we made love to music, we made war to music. Mm -hmm. I describe myself uh, as a musical political, and so I have to speak to that. When you were writing these songs, though, mm-hmm. your inspiration came out of a different set of uh, political circumstances. But then you go to South Africa, and it's a, your music is kind of in the context of a completely different political situation. What was that like yes. for you, understanding well, that your music could serve two worlds, if you wish? Well, the protest song is a genre of music, as I chose to, as a vehicle to express some of these scenes that I've, I witnessed and also... Um, I Am a Rock by Paul Simon, uh, uh, Bob Dylan's Masters of War, Ohio, uh, Neil Young's Ohio. Uh, they also also took that uh, its protest to a higher degree than, than I did. So these kinds of questions are still up, and, and they're current. I know I belong to the old century, but I do th- f- consider myself contemporary. Now, Malik Ben-Jalul is a filmmaker yes. who came upon your story when he was in Cape Town six years ago. I mean, if he hadn't tracked you down, we probably wouldn't be speaking with you right now, would we? Uh, that's probably very true. He, Malik Ben-Jalul is uh, pretty amazing as a self-made film director. And he and a, a small crew of, of staff uh, put this thing together. And so, yes, you're right. Absolutely. So you've got this great documentary about you, Searching for Sugar Man, that's out soon, next week. A new recording of mm-hmm. your best old songs also comes out as part of the soundtrack to the documentary. International news media like us are paying attention oh. to you. What does it feel like? Is it like a second life for you? Oh, very much so. It's uh, uh, quite an amazing from here to there jump. Well, i got to say, perhaps the best thing of all, Rodriguez, is that this renewed attention to your music has prompted the re-release of the songs from Cold Fact as well as new recordings you've made, all as part of the soundtrack to Searching for Sugar Man, and I I love the music. Rodriguez, great to meet you, and the best of luck to you. Thank you, sir. Was it a huntsman or a player? That made you pay the cost That now assumes relaxed positions And prostitutes your loss Were you tortured by your own thirst In those pleasures that you seek That made you Tom the Curious That makes you James the Weak And you can see a preview for the film at theworld.org Our theme music was composed by Eric Goldberg From the Nan and Bill Harris Studios at WGBH in Boston I'm Marco Werman, have a great weekend And you claim... You got something going Something you call unique But I've seen yourself pretty showing 
As the tears roll down your cheeks